0: Welcome to the rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast at long last I'm Spike Eskin along with Mike Levin of Libertyballers.com big week for the podcast and for the blog I would say between big week. between the Brett Brown interview which set a uh, rights to Ricky Sanchez download record so thank you and I imagine we have some new listeners so it uh it doesn't get much better than last week so i
1: i so stop listening yeah
0: i i don't know if i've ever brought this up on the podcast before i feel like all downhill from here means both it's going to get worse and also it's going to get easier because i've heard people use it in both senses
1: right right i think i think when when it's like you have to do something yes then it's all downhill from here is like oh we just have to get you just have to let it roll but if you're trying to enjoy something yes like this Yeah, you're gonna enjoy it. It's definitely all downhill from here for you guys.
0: (laughs) Yes, especially yes. In that respect, I would one million percent agree. But in any case, thank you for for all the people that download and listen, and all for the for the for the compliments on it, except for the one guy, and I'll get to him later from (laughs) the (laughs) the Liberty Ballers uh, comment section that said I ruined the interview.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm interested to know how that happened. I was impressed with us. Uh I was expecting uh, well you know with the exception my mom liked it except for you really ruined it with the booger question at the end like, yeah. I got I got that.
0: Okay. Uh, mm. Th- that's fair. I, if I was yeah. a mom I would think the same thing. Sure sure sure. Yeah.
1: Um but I, I was impressed with us just for like maintaining some level of like order yeah. and and I think uh prof- professionalism.
0: Yeah. And we we had good questions and and he gave thoughtful answers and we didn't really interrupt him or anything. I don't know. I thought it was, you know, I I could understand. Look, there are two kinds of people in this world. The people. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there are two kinds of people in this world: people that think the booger question was awesome, and people <laughs> that think I ruined the interview with the booger question. I mean, those you all, you have to fill. You have to like land in one of those two camps. I and I understand both sides, of course. I thought the booger question was awesome, and I thought I would have thought that if I did not ask him a jigsaw, then I would have been chickening out like there are too many yeah. people that would have said why didn't you ask him a jigsaw and I know there are some people that don 't even like that segment of the the podcast, that's fine, but I thought it was great that we asked him that, and the hot dog sandwich thing I thought was awesome. My two silly contributions to the the interview I didn't think ruined the interview,
1: but whatever. I I agree. I'm I'm camp Spike. Okay. <laughs> which, which is a really weird overnight camp, but a good a good position to be in here. Yeah, it's cheap too. That camp. Yeah, it's very cheap. Yeah.
0: Not expensive like the like the like, um the the camps my Jewish friends went to and like. Massachusetts or whatever for the entire right, 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 summer. Right, right,
1: right. I, I went they're... to I went to a a, a non Jew, non Jewish day camp, but everyone was Jewish, so it was basically a Jewish day camp. It was very bizarre. <laughs> it was sneak Jewish, sneak Jewish. Yeah, yeah, sneaky Jewish. There was like there was like one non Jewish kid in my bunk, and I was everyone was like, "What's his deal? Yeah. Yo, why I... is his, why is his name Billy?
0: Yeah, yo, I hear the kid in that bunk over there thinks Jesus is the savior. What's his deal? <laughs> Okay. All right. So, since there wasn't a ton... in, All right. So, let's go over the lottery party real quick. If you didn't catch the details and the t-shirt stuff that we tweeted about 700 times anyway. So, lottery party, once again, will be Buffalo Wild Wings, 9701 Roosevelt Boulevard in the Great Northeast.
1: Grant and the Boulevard.
0: Grant and the Boulevard. There's plenty of parking. It is all ages. So, if you're under 21, you can come. If you... Hate going places where there's no parking. Don't worry about it because there's plenty of free parking, and there's great snacks there. And I've been told that there will be some great drink and snack specials for you. I don't have those details yet because, as I found out in the last week, not everybody is as excited about the lottery party as we are. But <laughs> that said, we're really excited about it. So you could be sort of excited about it, just not as excited about it as
1: we are. So that- I, I think I've said I think I said this before. I used to work in that. Shopping center oh. at, at that AAA. I don't think I knew that. I used to work at the AAA back in summer 2008. Okay. I used to work at that AAA. Wait, AAA? So we can go in there and, you know, reminisce about maps and tour books. Okay. It'll be great. I was,
0: yeah, I was asking, I was wondering if it was that sort of AAA or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, come in, like, change your title, that kind of thing. I yeah. was, man, I really peaked early.
0: <laughs> so... The the party starts at six. Get there when you want. We don't have the time of the actual lottery. We still we thought it'll
1: be like eight eight thirty, right? It's like there's the halftime at the thing. Yeah, is it the I, half time?
0: no, yeah. it wasn't last year. And we got all sort of like I even asked the Sixers for the time, and nobody just get there. Everyone got there early last year. Get there whenever you can. You know, yeah, it probably won't be till eight. But the real hangout, like once the lottery is over, you know, there's not much. Like I guess people hung out for a while, but.
1: I did. Yeah, there's, you know, those, there will be a game on. Oh, right, 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 right.
0: So, yeah. but get, we'll start at six. That's when, we, okay. So then the t shirts. The t shirts are awesome. The t shirts. So, first, thank to Kevin Lennertz, who is a student at University of the Arts, who offered to design the t shirts. He just reached out, he listened to the podcast, he sent us probably 10 or 12 different designs, you know? Some with Hinky, some without Hinky, or uh-huh. a Hinky like figure, you know? And uh, <clears throat> we decided on combining two of the designs. I, I really wanted to get Trust the Process in there because it's super weird and it makes yeah. us all look like maniacs. So,
1: yeah, for sure, for
0: sure, for sure. So, we, I,
1: we, I mean, you couldn't imagine any more Colty shirt. No. If you tried. Yeah.
0: So we think the shirts are great. So thanks to Kevin. If you need any sort of you know design work, he's still a student, but does really great stuff. He does like really cool comic book looking stuff and all kinds of stuff. So Leonard's dot com. We uh, he's he's at KevinLeonards on Twitter, and um, we linked him in both of the posts on the website. So thanks to Kevin for the design. So the T shirts are. If you're coming to the party, you can pre order. You're not going to be able to. Well. You'll be able to buy T-shirts there. Don't please do not count on buying T-shirts there. It's more than likely you won't be able to. So you can pre-order them on cheesesteaktees.com, right on the left side of the website. It says RTRS, you know, lottery party shirts or something like that. We link the link at libertyballers.com at spikeeskin.com. If you are picking the T-shirt up at the party, which is what we want you to do, pre-order it and then just get it at the party. They're only five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks, Mike. Five bucks. For a high-quality, well-designed T-shirt that makes you look like
1: a maniac. That the, the, Less the, than a Subway sandwich. Yes. So thank you to Cheesesteak
0: Teas who, as you can imagine, you don't really make any money when you sell T-shirts for five bucks. So they are uh, good partners to this this event. They This is their second year being a partner. So thank you so much to Cheesesteak Teas for doing that. So again, and I don't know when the cutoff's going to be. I'm going to imagine like maybe a few days before the party I'll have that cutoff. Yeah. But just pre-order now and then when you come that day if you either have, you know, your confirmation email on your phone or just bring your ID, just uh, I, you know, if you can bring your name and your ID or something like that, we'll be able to give you the t-shirts that you pre-ordered.
1: Yeah, and you will show it to Spike's wife, yes. Valerie? Yes. Yes. who is And she will give you a t-shirt Yep. Unless you're being a dick. Yep. Don't be a dick to Spike's wife.
0: No, please do not be a dick to my life. That will be awkward for all of us. I'll have to throw you out of the party, you know, or, yeah, I I would have to throw him out of the party, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you'd have
0: to. So Tom from Cheesesteak Tees, if we get too many orders for my wife to handle, Tom from Cheesesteak Tees offered to help hand out shirts and also five different Ricky listeners and their or their and or their wives have offered to help <laughs> out. So we will have enough. Those people guys in just want t-shirt. to steal T-shirts. Yeah, those guys. Are,
1: that's there's no way that they were being kind. They so, just want to steal T-shirts.
0: So if you're out of town and you would like to order a T-shirt, Cheesesteak Tees has made that available too. Now they're more expensive. A because it's a pain in the ass. B because shipping. C because it takes manpower. And D because. But mostly, we just want to make it so you get the T-shirt at the party, so everyone comes to the, the party. party. Yeah.
1: Spend yep. a, spend, $10 flight, yes. yeah. <laughs> spend ten bucks more on a flight, perhaps. Yeah, spend ten bucks more on a
0: flight. Yeah, please. Just that's about how much it costs. Come to the party if you're out of town. Look, fifteen dollars. I think that's a great deal too. <clears throat> We've already had a bunch of orders for out of towners who can't make it. I certainly understand. Well, I kind of understand. But there you go. So, um, oh, we'll also be giving away some stuff from Sports Authority. Uh, uh yeah. Um, I don't know if he wants me to give his name, so I'm not going to give his name, but thank you to Sports Authority, and if he does want me to give his name, I'll give it next time. But a gentleman who works for Sports Authority has donated um, at least one sweet Sixers satin throwback jacket, uh, starter jacket. At least one. At least one. At least one. I don't know if he maybe has two, but at least one sweet starter throwback jacket, a satin one. So we will um, we will give that away as well. So order your shirts, pre-order them. Please come to the party. We, it was awesome last year. I can only imagine it's going to be more awesome this year. What don't you think? Probably. It's gonna
1: be great. I, it's gonna be great. I am going to try very hard to come. Yes, I'm going to try very hard. I mean, I just won't. I just won't know until like maybe like the week of if I could if I can get out of here. That's it's gonna be a down to the wire. And if you can, and then I might have to stay. And then I might have to stay at your house. You're more than welcome. So, I am? Yeah, more than welcome. Yeah, we got an extra bedroom. Okay, good. Yeah, you're more than welcome to stay there. Absolutely. Um,
0: and uh, hopefully soon, uh, speaking of which, I will have more stories of nightmares of home buying for the public. <laughs> I'll have great. that maybe next podcast. Whatever you do, don't buy a house because when you do, believe it or not, an addition – to the several hundred thousand dollars you have to pay for the house or a couple hundred thousand dollars you have to pay for the house, there's also several more thousand dollars in fees that no one can properly explain to you what the fuck they even are. So, <laughs> so Fees. Yeah. Love fees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fees out the ass. Fees out the ass. So, all right. So I got, since there wasn't a ton going on in Sixers land this week, I did ask for Twitter questions, and there's a million of them. So I feel like the bulk of the podcast we can sort of talk about that unless you had other things. You know, I imagine let, that's let, going to take talk, a while.
1: Let's talk to your questions. I okay. like I like
0: that. Okay, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. I have something else though. Hold on. I have to get something ready. Um, mm, mm, mm,
1: talk about something while I'm doing this. All right, I got this. Yeah. Um uh, no, I'm I'm back. I'm on. I'm on. Well, i on. T- wait, let me just do a tank a Dot com okay. update. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is. It is Saturday, April eleventh, mm-hmm. morning, uh, where I am, where 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 we're uh, recording this, and uh, as it stands, the Sixers would only get one first round pick. Yikes! Yikes! Uh, it's kind of. It's amazing how it's worked out so weirdly. Yes. In that every pick right now is is exactly the spot, or very close to the spot that it would not be conveyed. It's right. worked out. In a strange way that currently Oklahoma City, you know, they're tied with New Orleans for the 18th spot in the draft, two games behind the Wizards. Right. So that's not that's not looking good. That's probably the one that looks the worst to just have a shot at it. Lakers pick, as we know, is pretty much solidified at four. Yep. Um, So we will have a a chance at that pick, which I like. So hopefully at the lottery, people get excited about it and weird stuff can get weird. Um, and then the Miami pick, which I was feeling very confident about. They're nine games under 500, which is crazy. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, and they are currently 10th, and the pick only conveys if it's outside the top 10. So they need to be better than either Utah or Indiana, or significantly better than Boston and Brooklyn. Utah and Indiana are one game up. Boston and Brooklyn are two games up on Miami with how many games to play? Let me do this math. Four, Three. Yeah. 3 Jesus uh, not looking great well, but yeah I will say that there is a chance also that it works out that if one of the teams ahead of behind Miami jumps, jumps yep then in the lottery that would be once again uh, fortuitous in 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 two places because then that would that would also mean that they jumped the Lakers yes so if if Utah say jumps from 11 to 3 that means that the Lakers get pushed down to five, and one more team needs to jump, and Miami's pick gets conveyed. So that would be a, a, a lucky turn of events. But uh, Mike, let me right paint now. A picture not look, not looking
0: great. Can I paint a picture for you? Paint a picture. Buddy. I'm painting. Okay,
1: here's the picture I'm painting.
0: The picture I'm painting is the night of the lottery party, and as of the night of the lottery party, the Sixers sit in their spot in the lottery. The Lakers sit fourth. Miami sits tenth, and we don't get Oklahoma City or whatever. But imagine. As they're counting them down, as two teams happen to jump the Lakers and wind up number two and three, and the Sixers, yeah, and the Sixers end up with yeah, one, which, six, yeah. and uh, and twelve. Like oh,
1: eleven would be the idea, but yeah, no, one, well, six yeah but, and
0: eleven is the idea. But it can't be eleven if we also get the Lakers one, because the Lakers we need two teams to jump them, right? I guess yeah, but the
1: Lakers, but Miami can get jumped oh, by an eleven, and they can jump by right, a six right, right, right. or something.
0: Yep. So. Can you imagine the bonkers that, <laughs> that 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 party would go as they they pull away eleven and it's like they either show us or Miami? I don't know what they'll show on the thing, but could you imagine
1: that? Could you imagine that? The place the, would go I'm, fucking I'm nuts. imagining how many how many slammers are going to get bought at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yo, in celebration.
0: slammers! Absolutely, I'm going to eat a ton of slammers.
1: So that I mean, that's the ideal situation. It's just like a total like. A total Sixers heel turn by the NBA. Yes. They, they, turn, they, they go full Sixers. Yes. Oh, man, that would be amazing.
0: Could you imagine?
1: I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I would go. I mean, everybody would go nuts. That's why I want to be there. I really want to go. Yo, um, if, if that
0: happens, right. I'm fucking getting loaded and taking Uber home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to your to, – we are getting loaded and taking Take Uber, an Uber, Uber home.
0: home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my wife will love that. That'd be great. Yeah, she'll be thrilled. So. Yeah. So before we get to the Twitter questions, I would like to speak briefly on my debut column (laughs) on (laughs) LibertyBallers.com.
1: It feels like a while ago.
0: Yes. Now, I have been threatening to write something for LibertyBallers.com for a while, though I've never done it. You know, it's never felt like the right time or I didn't have something. It's been so long since I've written that, like, I just, I didn't know how to even, like, start to write anything anymore and i was taking a walk one day and i thought i was thinking about the the draft and how i don't know who anybody is really like i've heard of everybody and i know what everybody says about everybody but i don't watch college basketball and i thought about the fact that i genuinely and i've t- I've said this before like i want hazonia the most because i love his youtube now i'm gonna trust hinky But I make actual decisions on who I want based on very little information because I do not like watching college basketball. I just don't do it. And I also don't, there's no way, like I don't think I could watch enough to really understand anything. So I thought, wouldn't it be funny in a self-effacing way and also sort of making fun of everyone's big board in general if I did a big board based on how I actually feel about guys? Like, this is how I actually feel, not under no pretense of being an expert at all, and even set the table in the beginning, I am no expert, I know that this sounds silly, but this is really how I think about it. And I thought about the fact that it's making fun of myself, and also people who, like, argued over how good Dante Exum was last year, and I sat back sort of laughing, like, as I make fun of myself for not knowing anything as nobody had ever seen Dante Axum play who was arguing about it. Like, certainly most people in, like, comment sections had not watched much Dante Axum. I think we could, could, you know, reasonably assume. So this was my idea, and I was, like, mostly honest about it, I thought. Like, you know, and for some reason, like, it erupted into, like, a fucking war (laughs) in the comment section. Like, there are 300 comments on it. So I I didn't quite understand. Could you?
1: I can shed some light on it. Yeah, you, okay. want, you want to hear it?
0: Well, the and the first thing I do want to say, and before I I, I do have a little segment set up for some of the haters, the haters. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to say that I don't know how many of the Liberty Ballers writers are used to. I have been in an environment for a while where like half the people think that you're a fucking idiot, and half the people think that you know what you're talking about, and people fight right. about it or whatever. So while I feel like, and I, I thank the many Liberty Ballers writers who came to my like defense in one way or another, but like it looks like that, like to me, and I wasn't trying to troll anyone, and I was certainly surprised at the reaction,
1: but to me— If anything, you were trolling yourself.
0: Yes. I, there were as many people that I read or who thought it was funny— and like when there are half the people hate you and half the people love you, it sort of means on some level that it worked, even though that I wasn't trying to do that. So um, if you could shed light, I was very surprised.
1: Yeah, there's been a there's been a sharp turn. I I, was, I think back in, you know, 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. um, it was very much like a funny, goofy place to be. Where we sort of were in our own little corner of the internet, and like the Sixers were horrible, and nothing was going right, and uh, and people would just sort of like hate on the team, and there'd be one guy who's like, "Hey, maybe we could do it," and then everybody like sort of attacks him for yeah for being optimistic, and then Hinky got here, and like everybody started really paying attention to to to. Like, the, well, basically the process and and the idea of r- the draft really working out for us at the, at the highest level. Right. And And from there, it became like actual tangible draft analysis got put on this pedestal. And like that was like the real thing. And I think there are still people on the site who just want to, you know, the way I run the site is that there's like, there's hard analysis and then there's like goofy analysis and then there's just everything that Dave writes, which is just like yeah, ridiculous so, and like goofy yeah. stuff. And like that's the idea. And like I sort of try to go back and forth between all of it and because I think it's for something for everybody. But I think at some point, uh, Derek Bodner became like Jesus Christ of Liberty Ballers. And I love Derek. And, uh, I love Derek. Derek does his thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. great at it. And yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that he's there. Um, but I think. You know, there's something for everybody, and I think for whatever reason the the, te- the people that want the the real hard analysis uh got very upset at your at your non your very soft, let's not call it analysis yeah of of the draft, and uh, I had a great time. I had a great time with it yeah
0: I, I, and yeah, maybe that's what happens is that like when Liberty Ballers was less and it, it was certainly less big then. So when when things are less big and it's certainly more inclusive, I guess, then everybody gets the joke and everybody sort of moves on. But, like, there's so many more people visiting the site now who, yeah, who, as you say, I guess just aren't involved in the joke. You know what I mean? And who who don't like there are uh, thousands of people that visit Liberty Ballers that don't ever listen to this podcast or even really have any tangible idea of who the fuck I am, you know, or sort of an idea, really. I don't really care. So they don't. I think it was easier to read that if you know me and know the tone you know what i mean who like cuz i this is not something what i what i wrote there was not something that i haven't said on the podcast many times before you know Yeah. And i would just like to say i was particularly proud of a calling sam decker the guy that looks like keith van horn like and not saying his name and then b i thought the moody a section was awesome and uh c There were like four people who tweeted me that were like, you're right, Sony is the best guy. I've been watching his YouTube all day long. So I'm like – so I was sort of happy. So – but that said, um, there were some haters that I thought I would like to uh, go over and perhaps react to directly to them if you're okay with that. I am. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) First guy. Subject line, pretty shitty article. (laughs) Text, luckily, it's what I expected from the rumor mill. So rumor mill, a guy who A, expects the article to be shitty, B, then goes ahead and reads said article, C, comments on that article, and then goes ahead and considers him lucky because it met his expectations of it being shitty let's go and talk about the rumor mill for a second in that I slept with his mother. Next guy, L Tortuga. I, for one, enjoy humor. Best laughs are surprised. One liners on a discussion thread when the article and 90% of the comments are basketball informative. That is the best kind of laugh for this guy. If I am searching for humor, I go to a comedy club Hashtag Last laugh I have a hashtag For El Tortuga
1: Hashtag
0: Virgin Next guy
1: I I don't love that I don't love that one (laughs) Why? 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 Okay He's becoming like Internet guy Who calls out like Sexuality Or like like Mother's basement Like that kind of thing It's just like I think you're bigger than that
0: Alright Shut up Levin, get back go. in your nice mom's work. basement. Nice, nice work. All right. Next comment. Cute. Humor is cool and all, but I sought out Liberty Ballers after last year's draft to discuss the Sixers with people who actually like basketball. Really hoping there will be some actual analysis of last night's game. The tourney, the draft, player development, free agent targets, etc., etc. Frank Kaminsky looked very good against Okafer to me last night. The way Justice Winslow pushes the pace is perfect for our style. Sam Decker looks very Keith Van Horny. I'm salty that Duke won. From Smitty Bantam. You know what else is salty? Ask your mom when I'm finished. Next guy, (laughs) subject line. Makes sense that Spike's article was not funny nor informative. After he ruined that Brett Brown interview, I should have expected this. P.S. Many of the writers and commenters on this site are both hilarious and informative. This was just neither. Name Broadcasting Wisdom. There you go. How did I ruin the Brett Brown article? Interview. Interview. How did I do that?
1: Um... I mean, according to my mom with boogers. Right. Um... Maybe maybe your questions were different. I don't know. I feel like we were asking the same things.
0: Okay. Final one from Bo Jest. On a purely superficial note, I was intrigued to find out more about this Spike esque character. Like, I know his real name isn't Spike, so I started with that bit of dislike already. Coming from Bo Jest, by the way. Reminds me of too many hipster douches I've known in my life. Yes, most hipster douches have fake names named Spike, are pushing 40, and have worked for classic rock radio stations. Googled him and came to the conclusion that Spike Eskin might be one of the most aesthetically unpleasing men on the face of the earth. I'm being very diplomatic with that. Also, Great. why the hate for Kaminsky and any other American white players? I thought he outplayed two top five centers in consecutive games. Whatever. I do love Hazonia, though. All right. First of all, Bo jest. Oh, wait a minute. So the avatar of this one is like some pretty girl picture. Uh, Trade show responds, are you an aesthetically pleasing woman or do you just have a picture of one in your thingamajig for some reason? Response, oh, that's me. I was too lazy to sign up with a proper screen name for Liberty Baller, so I just used Twitter. Hey, you know what pretty girls do usually? They usually hang around on comment sections of basketball websites, Google me, and then post in comment sections about it. You know who says that about pretty girls? Someone who has never met or seen any pretty girl ever.
1: All right. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah.
0: Anything else? Do you have any other cuts? Do you have any fire for me?
1: Uh, for you?: Yes, because I'm no, rolling man, I mean, right now. fine. you, you should uh, you feel like you're all you're all goosed up right well, now, but it, I think uh, I think I think people need to do a better job of just ignoring things that they don't care about. The guy some guy called me a hipster lumbersexual douche. Well, that's right. That's he's on he's, he's, he's right on that one. What is a lumbersexual? I don't even know what that is was call- like a lumberjack lumberjack you're attracted to lumberjacks you know specifically of various uh, sexual orientation you know what's funny and then we'll get to the twitter questions
0: uh it's funny that hipster has become like for a while when people didn't like something like emo emo went from uh, a an actual thing like to describe an actual like person right. or whatever to like just an insult for something Like, emo just turned into an insult. Like, that guy is emo. Like, I remember when it went from an actual thing to, like, if you liked Linkin Park, you were emo. Or if you were... And, like, hipster has turned into this weird thing, too, where people, I don't think, know what actual hipsters are. Like, I would certainly... Like, I think people throw hipster around a little too... I think hipsters hipsters would be insulted to have me included in their (laughs) group
1: of, like... Absolutely. Although I did see a picture of of you were wearing... Very skinny jeans.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: I intensely skinny. I'm like normal skinny jeans, but this is like this went beyond that. I was like, oh, spike. There's really? your bulge. Nice work. <laughs> Where did you see that? I don't remember. Maybe Instagram or something. I don't know.
0: Intentionally skinny jeans. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do some Twitter questions?
1: Let's do some Twitter questions. All Let's right. go.
0: Um, let me. There were a lot today, so let me scroll back and start. All right. Um, and there's a lot of, of them that are this sort of uh, tact. This is from Craig. If the Laker and Miami picks don't convey, would you package those future picks for a top eight pick in this year's draft? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah? Even the
1: Lakers? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. no, the Lakers pick? Is that what he said? Yeah, the Laker. Would you oh, package no. thought, the Laker I was, and I Miami guess I assumed pick? Miami and Oklahoma City. Yeah. No, 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 no. I would I would do Miami and Oklahoma City because I figure next year, you know, Miami's top ten again, Oklahoma City's top seventeen or sixteen. Okay. Um yeah. and I think Oklahoma City will probably be like, you know, mid twenties next year yeah. with a healthy Durant. And uh, Miami should be around the same place. And this draft's a better draft. So I, I would I would do that now, but I don't think I don't think that happens. From
0: well, actually, this is from Anonymous JBL. Another question regarding the same thing, depression over s- the suddenly likely reality of not getting any extra first-rounders. Let me just ask you, based on that, let's say they don't get any of the extra ones this year, bummed, yeah. bummed level on one to ten, with ten being as bummed as you were, as me um, using the sort of insults I did to the Liberty Ballers commenters, <laughs> and one Great. one being not bummed at all.
1: Um. For, to get none of them but the Sixers own pick? Correct, this year. Uh like an 8. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd be really bummed if we don't get at least one more. Okay. That would suck. I would like ideally to get one or two more and then have have one or two carry over to next year. Um I'm hoping for that Miami pick and I, I really do want it want one uh want the Lakers pick to like give us a shot. Like I would love to just like I mean we're going to get a shot. We're going to we're going to see what happens, but um, yeah to not have any would be would be shitty right I mean yeah I like that next year like the rookie deals would be even more valuable for the last year but it's still it's still something where you, you want your young players to be in the same age range all to happen all of your best young players to happen at once so you can grow together like Oklahoma City and then eventually supplement them with like role players that don't cost as much money but like if we're talking stars we want you know, Nerlens and Embiid and whoever we draft this year to be growing at the same time so we can they can all impact it rather than, like, still coming in trickling one year at a time, if that makes any sense. It
0: does. From Ray, okay. and I think this is based on, I, I think Andrew Sharp, I saw it on Grantland, but I didn't see who wrote it. Uh, I think Andrew Sharp, fuck him, by the way, wrote a column called, <laughs> Who is the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA?, so someone asked, "Who is the Aaron Rodgers of the Sixers?" But I don't even, I don't even know who the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA was. So I don't even know how to answer that.
1: You have any? I'm looking. I'm look, I'm looking at it right now. Is it Chris Paul? I think he said Chris Paul. He said Donovan McNabb is Dwight Howard.
0: Oh, well, that's um, that's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. Um, Allen Iverson, Randy Moss, sure. Um, okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. All right. From
0: Josh. So, Bill Simmons wrote about the Sixers this this uh, week. He wrote a thing about all the teams that likely won't make the playoffs and, you know, what you should think if you're a fan of them, and of course it was his normal thing of acting like what the Celtics are doing is amazing and awesome, and acting what the Sixers doing is an affront to fandom. And it's once again he mentions Rafe Bartholomew called it a Ponzi scheme like for the seventy-fifth time in a row. So uh, a lot of people ask me about it. Josh asks, what makes you so sure, meaning me specifically, that Simmons is trolling rather than him actually thinking the Sixers are much different? Than the Celtics,
1: so this is this is you, this is you, buddy. Yeah, that,
0: that's me. So, first of all, he is a Celtics fan, so I think it is entirely possible that he, much like we believe, what the Sixers are doing is much much smarter, and we think we're being objective and we think what they're doing is much, much smarter than anybody else. I think we're a little bit blinded because we're sort of in in it too much, and we think we're being objective, but maybe we're not being so much. So I think part of him really does believe the Celtics are better because he concentrates more on the Celtics and probably sees more of the good things and will um, will take smaller victories than than somebody outside would. Like, we'll see that... Is Smith is playing well, and we'll think of that as something awesome, whereas somebody on the outside would be like, God, what are you wasting your time thinking about that for? But what makes me think he's trolling is he is a smart person and a good writer, and there's no way that he continually takes jabs like that, like obvious jabs without— I don't think he's totally lying when he says what he thinks, but I do think he is purposely— concentrating on one side of the argument rather than the other one. Like, here's a guy who who said in his trade value column that he wants to buy up all the the available Joel Embiid stock. Like, this guy is a game changer and blah, 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 blah. But then when he writes the article about the Sixers, all he says about Embiid is that he didn't play this year. You know what I mean? Yep. Due to injury. So the one thing that really that gets my go, and I guess it's because I'm a season ticket holder, is like... He always does the "how do you explain to season ticket holders and you just rip them yeah. off and so on and so forth." Like, like season. Nobody is forced to buy season tickets, and yeah. I've talked to many season ticket holders who are renewing and are happy and are you know like I, that part of it is really strange to me. Like the people who aren't being ripped off like trying to stick up for those who they think are like, I don't think I got ripped off at all. That's the
1: biggest thing for me. And I talk about this all the fucking time is that like non Sixers fans will be like another wasted year. And it's like, well then fucking every year is a wasted year. What are the, what are the Pistons doing? What are the Hornets doing? Yeah. Like what, why is, why is that a wasted year? And this, I mean like what defines a wasted year for you? Because we're the fans of the team. So shouldn't we be the ones to declare like, yeah, this year sucked or that year sucked or this year was great. Like, I don't know what why they think that like they because the Sixers are bad or is the waste is this a wasted year for the Timberwolves because they're like it seems like only the Sixers are having wasted years and are and are saying we don't give a shit because I guarantee that the Sixers fan base is having more fun than like eighty percent of the other fan bases. Yes,
0: I would agree, especially because so, it, can you imagine how much it would like it's going to be pressure again when. Like your team is supposed to win, or you want them yeah. to be good. You know what I mean. Like that pressure is completely gone for us. I don't know. I think it's been a, a really fun year, and like there's no no very few season six or season ticket holders are are begging for someone to stick up for them. You know what I mean. Like they're just not buying Caesar t- season tickets anymore. So I don't know. I I thought I think it's generally pretty silly, but I I do think he's trolling. So uh,
1: to a certain extent, I think. So, but other people, other people aren't in, in that conversation <laughs> yes. talking about how the, the year they are just giving years away and wasting time. Yeah. And it's like we're what's everybody else? The, what about the Phoenix Suns? Like this is a wasted year for them. Like this is the fucking wasted year for the Phoenix Suns, and they're thirty nine and forty one, and they're going to miss the playoffs. And they traded away some of their best players, and then what? Yeah. Why is this not a wasted year? Yeah, it's just like fuck you guys. It's like we we're fine. Like don't like we're not like a like a person like tied to the train tracks and like have nowhere to go and we need you the mainstream media to help us out like we're fine go help somebody else out we're good
0: and the other thing is that the NBA I feel like more than any other sport at at least at this point there's so much access to the other games and it's such a I I feel like there's less and less Um, what's the word I'm looking for uh Loyalty to home teams. Like you can just go pick another team pretty easily and watch all their games relatively sure. inexpensively. Like there are or, there are yeah, other or teams to be pull fans a, of.
1: Pull a, pull a Chris Ryan and just like jump off the bandwagon and yeah. and you know get back on in a year or two once once you want to get back on. Yeah, we won't let him back on, but he yes. can try. He can certainly try. He'll be able to get on some bandwagon, just not our yeah, particular. Just bandwagon. not ours. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this is this is the last. Ricky before the while the season's still happening, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I was going to do like season ending grades and reviews and awards and stuff, but I figured we can do that next week.
1: Or like any week yes. between now and October. Yeah, right.
0: Right. So, <laughs> all right, next one. From Garrett Broad, pick a 76er as a Philly mayoral candidate. I'd say probably Jay Rich, Henry Sims appointed police commish. That's him.
1: <laughs> you had you had this ready to go. No, that was him. He said that. Oh, that was him. Yeah, oh, okay. he said Jay then, Rush. Yeah, I I think that's solid. Um, yeah, I like that. I like I like Ish Smith as like a fa- as like a fast talking like bring change to the city kind of guy. Right. Um, I can- I think Hollis would be great. Hollis I think great. um, I'd go with
0: Covington because I feel like um Mayor Nutter has a funny voice and so does Covington. So <laughs> great. He would follow yeah. up in. And if we're talking Sixers that were Sixers at any time this year, obviously the answer is JaVale McGee. So yeah. I don't really understand this one. This one's from Mr. Dig. What future first-round picks would you be willing to give up to get into the 13 to 18 range of this draft? Um, I wouldn't give up. I don't know. Would you give up a 20? That, that seems bizarre. A 20 um, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I don't think know we all just it. have
1: to decide. We have to wait until... The lottery and see what picks are conveying and what picks aren't before we decide like okay this is we need this we need this we need this because if we're if the sixers only get one pick this year then i think there's a hundred percent chance they trade into the middle to mid end of the first round something because the sixers have too many they have too many assets to not to not make a move right this year And and their second round picks look really good they have 35 and 37 And uh, there's more, like 42, what was it? 35, 37, 47, 56, and 60. Which one will they sell to the Nets? Which one will
0: they sell to the Nets this year, do you think? (laughs) 60, again, 60. We have 60. From Brian Hunt, how much better would we be with Lavoy Allen, and when does he make his triumphant return back home?
1: (laughs) Never. Never, yeah.
0: From PJ Reduta, uh, and actually a couple people asked this, Boston is getting a ton of praise. Compare... The pros and cons of the Celtics rebuild versus the Sixers. Personally, I see only one difference. I think I see them as very similar. The only difference I see is that the Sixers do have a potential superstar and the Celtics don't. And the Celtics yeah. have been more willing. And I don't think this is wrong necessarily. More willing to not like to be okay right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and take risks on mid-round draft picks rather than having to get into the top three, which I think is fine.
1: Yeah, I look at the Celtics roster and I'm so unexcited by everyone. Yeah. I think I think maybe Marcus Smart. I love that Evan Turner's like playing well for them so that like he they sign him and everything goes bad. I like Avery Bradley, but I mean you look at their roster and you're like, this is a bunch of guys that like is Max like the fourth best player on any team. Like who's who are you excited about on this? I hate Alinik. Uh I, Brandon Bass is whatever like I mean Sollinger I don't think is anything I don't I think Isaiah Thomas is not a guy you can win with uh, James Young I like but he's not getting any minutes and it's like what are you what are you doing like what, what are they I mean they're trying to win now great okay so they will maybe make the playoffs and then get like totally whooped in the first round and it'll feel great for us. <laughs> because then their their draft pick will be like 16 or 17 and you know they can they can draft uh you know Frank Kaminsky, and uh that'll be it for Boston. <laughs> they can keep being keep pegging for that 9 seed. They they are the inaugural bucks of the new generation. Um uh
0: from AJS 1234567 uh, in regard Great. to the new pl- <laughs> yeah, in regard to the new players in development this year, will it be as fun Will it be as fun if there's a whole nother cast outside of Embiid next year? How many of this year's cast will stick? So I'm guessing Nurlands, obviously, here, and Jeremy Grant and Covington. They seem yeah. like the for sure's, right? And outside no, of that I would
1: that, say I would say Roten.
0: Oh yeah, Roten. I especially given the injury. I, I yeah. makes them harder to trade. So and it, and that's five, right? I mean that's enough. I I would imagine most NBA teams at least have turnover on the thirteen guys at least have five or six that turn over every year, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe like four or five. Uh, yeah. I think I think one of Ish Pierre Jackson and Isaiah Kane, Cannon are, are here. I would guess. Yeah. Um I I I you can make a case for Hollis or Jakar. And um, I think J. Rich is gone. I think Luke is gone. Um, T. Rob, maybe, maybe Furkan. I can see. I mean, it depends how many picks they get and and who comes over this year. Uh, I, I I'm guessing Saric is another year. Um, but Embiid is is Embiid and Noel.
0: So. Also from AJS one two three four five six seven. I can't answer this the right way because I disagree with it on a fundamental level. If the Sixers are starbursts, Noel is clearly pink, but who is yellow? I think pink <laughs> is the worst starburst, and I rank yellow second. So to me, the best starburst is red, and the worst easily one— red. Easily, easily red. Easily red. And to me, it goes red, yellow, orange, pink. And in that case, yes, obviously, current Sixers, I would make Noel red, and then I would make pink. Hmm. Of current Sixers, who would be the pink one? Hmm. I mean, for you, it would be Bob Moutet still, right? Yeah, probably. For me, who is the one I like the least? Mm, I don't really you like just them like him. Yeah. You like them all? Yeah, probably Lickface, but I, I, st- I like him too.
1: <laughs> you know? is is Lick is, is Henry Sims Lickface?
0: Yeah, well, yes. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry for that. How about Gr3? I'll, I'll, I'll put Lickface ahead of Glenn Robinson the third. Sure, sure, sure since from francis parker since switching to power forward Nerlens hasn't been getting those crazy block steals will playing alongside jojo limit his superpowers that's an interesting um, question
1: i think on some it level it is it is i i agree that I, they there will have to be some sort of give and take yes that they'll have to sort of like figure out a way to to maximize both of their talents and that's on Brett, and that's on Nerlens and joel to see like what they're best at and how they work together um I'm, you know, certainly not ruling out a trade of either guy, but I really want to see if they can they can play together, and I want to watch. I want to let Brett like use both of their like talent pools to like the highest degree that he can. Can I say
0: something actually? Just uh, you just the idea of Noel and Embiid made me think for a second about Okafor and Towns. One thing yeah. that I made a. I guess it was hard to tell what I was being uh, hyperbolic about in the in the post and what I wasn't being. But I did watch yeah. Oka for some, and, like, immediately I thought, nah. Like, he, the same way Parker, I thought, nah. I just looked at him and, like, he just doesn't seem like, doesn't seem that athletic to me. He seems like he's pretty polished, you know, as far as a post scorer, But I, I don't know. Like, it was the first time that, that I thought, eh, we have Embiid for that. Embiid's way better than that. Like, I don't, I don't. I don't like Okafor at
1: all really. Yeah, I I think people it's weird because people have he was so hyped coming into the season. Yeah. And I saw him when I saw him at uh, Adidas Nations last summer. It was like you could tell like he he was just like I was talking to some scouts and he was like, "Oh, he's going at like half speed. Like he's he's got the best post moves we've seen since Duncan." And it's like, "Okay, well." Um but I think there's there's as as has been the case for like all of the Twitter age, like if you're at number one long enough, like you're someone's going to knock you down just because it's like, well, they're, you know, I'm tired of this person being number one. So let's exploit all their weaknesses kind of thing. Right. Um, so I think there has been some backlash to just like him being there the whole time. And so now it's like D'Angelo Russell and like Moody, And hey, look at like Justice Winslow. um. I think he'll, he'll still be in the top three conversation and I still like him as an NBA prospect, not for the Sixers at all. So I think a lot of of me, especially, or at least I don't know for me, um, he's been near the top of my big board the whole time just because people have told me like how great he is and I'm watching and I'm like, yeah, the post moves are great. So I guess you have to gamble on that upside, even though it's not a perfect fit here. But now that we've seen like a full body of work from him and from other guys, He's definitely going to be lower on my Sixers big board because I I, I agree with you in that M B does what he does with so much more potential. Yeah, um, and I hope that it gets there. I mean, Jaleel's so controlled and so, has such a soft touch, and I think he'll be a very good player for someone. Hopefully, the Knicks, but not anyone that you want to like build around really for for a contender because he doesn't. He's not that athletic on either end of the court.
0: And I like and guys get, who are good be athletes.
1: able to get beat. So and who do you like?
0: I like guys who are good athletes. I just thought, yeah. you know, I just, I, visually, I just, it drives me crazy when it looks like guys, like, aren't really good jumpers. And I don't know. He just, yeah. So, enough on that. I, I Again, I don't know him that well, but, like, I do make sort of snap decisions, you know, based on that stuff. And that was my decision after looking at it. And really just thinking about, like, what does that translate? into you know what I mean like what he does well and what his body is what it translates into I don't have really any interest in that so
1: I mean I think I think you can do you can do a lot of like four out one in with him and he'll he will get doubled because there's not there's just not that many guys that can stop stop him but I think you know I mean imagine Rudy Gobert on him and I I think he's not athletic enough to get by him he's not long enough to like go around him he's strong he's super strong he's got great footwork but uh in today's nba i just don't see that that really gives you enough yeah to where to where you'd sacrifice stuff on the defensive end and stuff in transition um i think he's going to be a good nba player but i think that he's that's not going to be here
0: all right great one from pj pj reduta who clearly listens to the podcast do you think adnan did it and um, <laughs> i i if this was based on the fact that i had just listened to serial uh recently given that i i don't like listening or doing anything what everybody else tells me to and i thought it was really good and after thinking about it for a long time i do think adnan was responsible uh for hayes murder if only wow. be- i do it, and this is why i think so i just think it is a lot of coincidences and Which would be bad coincidences. And I just, this is, I told you this is what it came down to for me. I thought like everybody's like, well, what was his motive? And that's fine. Like, even though I I think people spelled out his motive pretty clearly, like he was upset that the girl broke up with him. And then, uh, but for me, it's harder to find a motive for Jay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would he make up that story? And why would he be involved in killing her? So I think it was Adnan.
1: Um, okay, man.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. That's, he's, the, he's the second guy who asked me that. Um. If the, from Jason Blevins, if the protected picks do not convey this year, any chance of packaging them for in a trade for an
1: all-star level wing player? Um. I think you'd have a much better chance of packaging them if they did convey. Oh, because really? A, a, a no. if they're like, hey, this quantity. is going to be the eighth pick or whatever, Yeah. then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see that. But if it doesn't convey, I think teams will be more reluctant to really go after it. Um, hopefully we get that Miami pick. That'd be cool. If the Lakers pick does convey, then like for sure, look, look out for the Sixers making a big move. I don't think that they would use. Maybe I think there's a 50, 50 chance that they wouldn't use both of those picks. They would try to trade one for, for a, a, a player right now that can help them. And they'd make a, make a, make a push. But, um, yeah, I mean my buddy my buddy texted me the other day asking, would you max out Kawhi Leonard right now? And the answer is like, yeah, for sure, this year. Uh, once the cap goes up, then I think you have to think about it more. But like I would throw all the money and praise on Kawhi Leonard this year that you could find. So I think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out this isn't kinda isn't your question, but I wouldn't rule out the idea that the Sixers make a move for a guy now. Um but I, I don't think they're it's it's just if the if it's not it's not about timing, it's about the, the trade itself. I think the Sixers are at a point where like they have a bunch of guys and a bunch of picks that like, all right, we're gonna see these guys go together. We've had two years of like good draft picks, we like the guys we're gonna get. But at the end of the day, if if a move reveals itself that would that would push them over the top to what they feel would be a contender, I think they go for it and don't wait for, you know, like six years or anything. So the you know they're not just going to keep tanking. They're going to eventually make a move.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so too. I agree with everything that you said. That I being think-
1: said, this isn't this isn't the question either. They have looked exceedingly tanky the past yes, couple
0: weeks. They have not looked very good. Yeah, no. I
1: yeah. mean, they lost to some some real bad teams. They lost twice to the Lakers. They lost to the Knicks. They've looked. They have played some ugly basketball, and if there's ever been a criticism on the Sixers like tanking, now is the time to have that criticism. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, let me tell you something, and Derek, uh, Lord Derek Bodner pointed this out. Um, <laughs> given the situation in the final game of the year, that Heat Sixers pick a uh, Sixers game, uh, the final game could be the tankiest fucking game in the history of tank. Like, yeah. like could like both teams like sending out. Like they might play with two or three guys each, and and yeah. yeah, it it could be the ugliest tank. Though I do think Miami wants to make the playoffs, but they've tanked before. So right,
1: well, it, it'll be it'll be based on if Miami has a chance to make the playoffs with that game. I think right. they will go for it, um, because they're right now only a game out. Right. Um. So we'll see how it plays out over the next couple of days. But yeah, I mean, uh, Justin F said yeah, the Sixers are going to try a three-man defense, which I think is an interesting. Interesting play, and we'll see how that works out.
0: Well, isn't that uh, the guy from Sacramento? Isn't that what he thinks everyone should do? Uh, Vivek? Yeah. Yeah. Vivek, yeah. All right. We got like six more, so let's roll through these. How many, from Scott, how many threes will Joel Embiid shoot next year? Uh, You give a number, I'll give a number.
1: I like that. I like that question. Um, I feel like I need to do like a little bit of research. I've done none. Um, How many has Luke shot this year? A million, <laughs> basically. Oh, me... Um, I would say he shoots about. Uh, let me. One second. Like ninety. Oh,
0: really? That many?
1: Yeah. Okay, I don't think Luke he'll shoot Luke any. has shot two hundred and two.
0: Yeah, but he's it's...
1: yeah. I, th- I, th- I think I think I think like ninety.
0: Okay, I would put it more at like forty six. That would be my guess. But we'll see. I'm excited to see. You know, maybe, um, maybe he'll shoot uh, 274 and break uh, or make. Maybe he'll break Steph Curry's three point make in a season record next year.
1: Yeah, Do, Spencer. And, in Spencer's second year, he shot 115 with Sacramento. In his third year, he shot 87. So I think, I think in that like, like like high, like 90s, maybe early three. I think he's gonna shoot a bunch.
0: Uh, tch, tch, tch. let's see. We did that one. We did that one. Let's see. Um, in the New York Times, uh, you sort of answered this. In the New York Times article, Josh Harris said they intend to use the draft trades and free agency to build. How long until they use two and three? I would say definitely in the next, um,
1: 18 months. That would be my guess. I, I agree. 18 months is the perfect time period for that. Yeah.
0: Um, from Will, uh, who is, I think, participating in my farewell walk at the Granite Run Mall today at 4 p.m., asked me what will I miss most and my best memory of the Granite Run Mall. And I would say it was when they had the little uh, lockers by the exits, because that way when I shoplifted, I would store the stuff in the lockers um, while I would go shoplift some more and then then leave um, with all the stuff at the end of the day. Wow,
1: Howard Eskin's kids shoplift.
0: I got. I've I've told this story before. I got caught in Ocean City shoplifting, but I'll tell that story another time. Uh, from that.
1: wait, um, two seconds. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. What I was gonna say. Oh, when the Sixers do make their move. Yes. Like make make that the trade that's gonna be like, a, or like a free agent signing. Right. It's not gonna be like rumored about. Yes. There's that's not gonna, just gonna be happen. whispers about it. It's just gonna fucking happen. And so the way that I look at it is it's like musical chairs. Like for the next 18 months, you're all playing musical chairs. And when the music stops, you're going to want to be by your computer and not going to a fucking doctor's office for a shitty appointment yes. when like everything in the world is happening. So just be ready for that. Well, it's going to happen. It's you be, be ready. and I I know I'm not going to be ready. It's going to be shitty. I'm gonna I'll be in a radio fun. station ready to record a podcast. I don't know where the fuck oh. you'll be. You're right. You're you're exactly right. I'm going to need to like have have my headphones with me at all times just in case. But it's going to happen. It's going to be great.
0: From Matthew um from Matthew Sweeney, I'm going to edit his question because we don't have time for 10, but what what was the question you most wanted to ask Brett Brown but didn't get to? Um do you know that off the top of your head? Cuz I would have just yeah, asked wanted, him more booger questions.
1: <laughs> I wanted I wanted to ask him if he could come with us to the lottery. Oh right. If he's gonna if he was gonna come there. Um and I w- definitely wanted to ask him if he could have named uh everyone that's played for him. Yes. Since his time with Sixers. From
0: Jake, and this one also he tags Andrew Sharp in it, so it must be some sort of Andrew Sharp thing that he wrote. Who is a better comp for Sam Bradford, Joel Embiid or Bradley Beal? <laughs> so I don't I I I I don't know. I would say
1: Mm. I, I'm on I would Team say Bradford. I'm I'm, we're all we, me and you are all in on Bradford, so this doesn't work for us.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you though. I well, you know, I'm not even going to give my opinion on that. Well, I'll have to give you that opinion off the podcast. I have okay, an off great, the podcast great, opinion great. on that. From Dave, we assume that, and this is a good one. I thought we assume the Laker pick won't convey, but if we were Laker fans, wouldn't we be shitting our pants right now?
1: And One thousand percent.
0: Yes, totally. One million percent. Spot on. That is the best tweet I got today. We would there would <laughs> be
1: team team.
0: It would be team panic, team chill, all over again in the in the in the comment section of LibertyBallers.com. dot com, and that would force me to make um, jokes that you don't like about the people commenting about it. It would be a disaster.
1: You can make jokes about them. I just thought that you're better than the jokes that you made about. Oh, uh, I'm not better than that. Believe me. <laughs> okay, not even close. that's fair. Not even close.
0: And finally. From Bill Gallucci, and this isn't uh, a—this is just a comment and uh, not a question, but also about Andrew Sharp. Uh, From Bill, Bill says, Is it bad that every time I see an Andrew Sharp article, I say to myself, fuck him and then hate read it? Seriously, you guys have convinced me Sharp and Simmons are the devil.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mission accomplished? Yeah, exactly. That's that's definitely what we want you to think. (laughs) for sure. The
0: the sharp um, thing has really 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 has had legs. Even we haven't even done anything with it in several weeks, yeah. but it's really had it's, legs.
1: It just feels it just feels right, you know.
0: I hope he enjoys being a heel because he, he has
1: become he, he the... definitely does. Okay. <laughs> he 100% does. Okay. Speaking for angie Sharp, absolutely. Uh let me pipe let me pump this thing. Um, oh
0: yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for uh, you mentioned a, this, okay. Liberty Okay, libertyballers.com.
1: Um, spearheaded by young Jake Paworski um, is participating in the basketball tournament. This is the second year the basketball tournament has uh, been around. Um, it's like a grassroots thing. There's, there's a, there's a, it's basically a five on five tournament where like teams have like seven or eight guys and like fringe NBA players or uh, old college guys play in it. Like Scotty Reynolds played in it last year um syracuse currently has a team with eric Devendorf, dante green uh hakeem warwick josh pace rick jackson that kind of thing um and liberty ballers has a team so we are sponsoring a team jake jake bavorski is the is the gm of this team i don't know if he's gm he's the booster he's whatever no he's the gm um, he's the gm okay yeah uh we have we have three guys announced um, it's, uh, Sienna's Ronald Moore and Kenny Hasbrook from a couple years ago and Villanova's Antonio Pena. He wore number zero. You guys remember him, uh six, eight power forward kind of guy. Um, and we have other guys that we're going to announce a few that I'm very excited about, uh, that I can't say just yet. Um, one that I'll tell you off podcast that I'm Wildly excited about. Is it Joe um, Alexander?
0: Isn't that that like, guy you? No, like no, 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 oh, no, no,
1: no, okay. no. I would. I wouldn't be able to keep that to myself. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So currently we are. We have how many fans do we have? Uh, we have 167 fans. Oh wait a right minute!
0: Now. A change. Jake Pavorsky is just the booster. As Ronald Mora is now the GM.
1: Yeah, yeah I saw that. Player saw that.
0: GM Pavorsky pushed GM. out.
1: Okay. You got pushed. You got pushed out. He's just the money now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're ninth in the region, in the Northeast region, we, in terms of fans. Um, if we have, if we're in the top eight, if we're in the top eight, so we're very close, um, then we get to get our team jerseys for free, which is great. Would love some jerseys, some Liberty Ballers jerseys, and we get a buy in, into the second round. So we need to get top, we need to get top eight, and especially because the teams ahead of us are like. A a team from Binghamton, uh, the team named Woig, I don't know, Lynchburg College. Guys, we're a blog. We are the internet. The guys ahead of us should not be able to be ahead of us. Liberty Ballers should absolutely be – I mean, Syracuse has 943 fans, so I I doubt we're going to pass that. But there's no reason we shouldn't be able to beat Team Millrats. Oh, and here's so, another thing. It doesn't
0: cost you anything to become a fan. You just sign no, up. It, it,
1: yeah, you just sign up. You, just, yeah. you go to thetournament.com, and then you log in, and you or you sign up, become a fan of Liberty Ballers, and that's all you have to do. And, and then that's the end.
0: If you can't even remember that, you can just go to libertyballers.com and find the, the post about the basketball tournament. And, and I will
1: make Spike Askin put it on his website yes. for...
0: This podcast, I will, I will put it on. It will be on my website, my own. I'm, I'm a brand. Um, You're a brand, as, as
1: Mike has pointed out. So, um, we're, and we're going to keep announcing guys over the next couple of days. Um, a couple of them are local guys from uh, colleges nearby here. Um, there's maybe a guy from Temple. There's maybe a guy from Saint Joe's. There's maybe another guy from Villanova. That's all I'll say. Um, Pepe Sanchez. So, yeah. Not Pepe. I wish it was Pepe. Rick Brunson? And I will say this. We, we tried – I don't know if you know this. We tried very hard – I didn't do anything. Jake did uh, – to get Choo uh, Choo Majuabum. Oh, and? He's available, but he's already on another team. Oh. We thought we thought he was around, but he's, he's already signed up to different teams. So uh, we, we, we went for Choo Choo. We got derailed going for Choo Choo. But we tried. Uh, so he's not on the team. But somebody else – some other guys that you will recognize – from uh, the past few years of of uh, local college basketball, are
0: all right, and I will put that in my on my website. Are you ready for another audio surprise and a jigsaw?
1: Absolutely.
0: <sighs> and here we go. Play. I will play this game. game play. I will play this game. I miss you. I will play this game. I- I'm worried. Play. I will play this game. And after the game, they were interviewing him, and they said, how does it feel to win the ultimate game? And he said, if it's the ultimate game, why are they playing it again next year? Wow. Yes. What do you think? I got chills. <laughs> I was so proud. I was so proud. The new jigsaw yeah. intro. Um thank what's you dude, to that was all you? what's that?
1: That was all you that did that?
0: Yeah. Well thanks wow. th- thanks to that was great. listener. I
1: listen to that. that was great.
0: Thank you to listener Wynn Douglas who sent us the Doug Collins clips and whomever mentioned. I know you mentioned that we should do it, but I feel like somebody pointed out that we should use the Brett Brown thing in there.
1: Um I was, yeah, somebody pointed out on Liberty Ballers. I yeah. forget who, but whoever that was, thank you.
0: Yes. So here we go. First jigsaw with the new theme. Mike, would you rather have option one? You have hands for feet and feet for hands. Yeah.
1: Or you lose your feet and your hands. I. I feel like that's a really obvious one, right? I don't know. Wouldn't wouldn't you want rather have something than nothing? No, isn't that like clearly? I'd rather have hands for feet and feet for hands than be handless and feetless. Not me. You'd learn how you'd learn how to walk on your feet on I, your hands. I mean, I I can learn to walk without feet too. I mean, how Stump, Stumpy?
0: I don't know. That fucking guy ran in the Olympics and killed his girlfriend without legs. <laughs> like, like I feel like oh,
1: so I, so you. So, you so, you're, so you're saying you'd get like you'd you'd get like, like metal feet well I don't
0: know if I could afford the Olympic ones but I I could get prosthetics
1: yeah prosthetics okay so that's okay so you in in this scenario you'd be allowing me to get prosthetics yes okay but whatever you could Um, afford yeah um I think I think I'd go hands for feet and feet for hands and then if it doesn't if it doesn't work out then I'd chop off my feet and hands and then go prosthetics because optionality.
0: No, go no, optionality. no. There's no
1: optionality in the jigsaw, Levin. <laughs> you optionality in this. Uh, I give you I'll your go hands for, feet, feet, feet for hands because then at least I'm like, uh, like I have like a parlor trick. Look at this. That kind of thing. And I have very, I have, if I sand my feet down a little bit, get the calluses off, I have very soft, gentle feet.
0: <laughs> so you I think, have very... I think,
1: they, I think they, they, they could be converted to hands Somewhat easily.
0: Your so you think your particular feet are the are one of the reasons for this?
1: Are my my particular feet are handsian and my hands I have big palms. I've have, I've have sorta of small fingers but very big palms. Are so my the, my hands are feetian. So I think that it would be a, a pretty seamless transition after a few weeks of practice.
0: Would you like to hear the jigsaw intro one more time before yeah, can we I? sign off? Yeah, here we go.
1: play i will play this game game i will play
0: this game i miss you i will play this game I, i'm worried <laughs> play i will play this game and after the game they were interviewing him and they said how does it feel to win the ultimate game and he said if it's the ultimate game why are they playing it again next year
1: <laughs> this i'm gonna listen to that like before i like in layup lines that's like a layup line <laughs> pump up music i'm into that
0: i uh <laughs> I'm job, glad man. that you liked it. I'm glad that you liked it. I I woke up an hour early so I could get to the studio an hour early so I could put it <laughs> together. So my that's priorities. Uh, this is who my wife married. This is who she married. Yeah. So, do you have anything else before we sign off?
1: No, dude. I mean, it's been a great season. Like, yeah. I guess that's we should say that. I've I've had a blast this season.
0: Yeah, as, as have I. Well, but it's not over yet. I mean, we have one more, you know, one more to talk about right, next but, week.
1: But like, yeah, we gotta. We, I, I'd say like try to. It sucks because I'm, I'm the. I've worked till like I've been totally out of commission the past week because I'm working on this this pilot, and like the hours are like I've been getting home at like five in the morning, so like okay. I haven't been able to do anything. Um, but if you can make it to watch the game, then you know enjoy Nerlens the last couple games because honestly enjoy everyone because. You don't you just don't know who's gonna come back.
0: Well, I, I don't know if Nerland's gonna play again. I mean he's not playing tonight. Oh, so
1: he's not 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 even once. I would like one more.
0: I would like one more, but I don't know if he will. You know, I, I feel like maybe he will against Miami, maybe again in the last game, but I know he's not playing against the Bulls tonight, so
1: Maybe this is just me being it's it's a worthless thing. He he's averaging nine point nine points per game right now. I thought he and was up like,
0: to ten. Oh, I bet missing He was up to 10, and then I think the last game knocked him down maybe. Yeah. Because
1: he went out. 9.9. Just play and get like 15 points and let's go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would like for him to get to that. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah, man, it's been a good season, and I'll talk to you next week to to mourn it. Yeah, to, to collectively mourn it. mourn it, and we'll talk about what draft picks we're getting. Yeah, and go well, get because no, because we'll have an idea.
0: Go get your lottery party T shirts. Go get them. Go get go your T
1: shirts. Come bucks. to the party. Yeah, sign up as a fan on the basketball tournament. Yep, uh, Liberty Ballers, because we want to win, and uh, you know,
0: that's all. You got. Team
1: chill, team, team chill across the board. All right, buddy. See you later. See you, bud.